0: talent to make this shit up here's kev nash dj killer kev once again it's on you can't make this up podcast
1: kev nash dj killer kev Woo! you recovered from last night man yeah it was uh it wasn't it wasn't too bad light shots
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we just go ahead and jump into this man you know uh, we can't sugarcoat nothing, man. No. We taping this on a Saturday afternoon, by the way. Good yeah. weather outside, too, man. Might have to go ahead and go for a little brisk walk. But anyway, last night was the Young Greatness show in Dayton, Ohio, and there's no other way to sugarcoat it. It
1: bricked. It, it flopped.
0: Double copper.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was a bad it, look yeah. all around. Yeah, it was a no bad man,
0: look yeah. for radio station which i work for <laughs> <laughs> bad look for the promoters who were involved everybody took else
1: yeah, it was tough so you being in this game DJing. Yeah, yes i'll be on the other side of the coin but i get i get a front row seat to a lot of this
0: yeah so. is this the worst brick you ever seen <sighs> it's hands down the worst brick i've ever seen maybe because i'm so close to it because yeah. i you know Work at the radio station, so I'm so invested in time, energy, yeah. planning. Right. I'm I'm getting hurt thinking about it. To be honest, <laughs>
1: I've I, I've seen a, f- a few bricks at heat. Remember that shit in Huber Heights, that club. They had some pretty hard bricks, but it, this one was this one was tough only because how normally it goes down is I'm DJing and it's just nothing going on. Mm-hmm. So you start feeling like yeah, this is it. You start watching the clock like. Thirty more minutes if they ain't get rolling in here by then, downhill. You know, right? But I got to go outside <laughs> and uh, chop it up with you for an ex- extended period of time. And uh, being that we had three DJs there, so I felt bad for them guys. I kind of left them high and dry, but it was just you know the setup for us was was difficult because it was a little, a little platform mm-hmm. versus a stage to where we could all have like a row of tables and just set up. Mm -hmm. So we had to adjust that, try to rock off of Tay stuff. That was just, you know, when it ain't yours. Right. It's like how he might categorize or organize music might be different. And you just got to be playing the search game all day. So I was like, I didn't even want to go through that. So all in all, man, it was was just tough. Yeah, it
0: was a tough night, man. And when you look at it from the perspective of you're outside and you see so many people Outside,
1: yeah, they come up chopping it up with their people, go to the door, see what's what, what, uh, try to it, peek in,
0: and then bust that U-turn, hit yeah. it to the palms. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I think that's a major problem in the city where that is so many promoters, it's not clubs, it's a lot of bars, yeah, definitely. And bars and lounges is what a they know bars and how lounges can't have become. Cats go, they can hop, skip, and jump to wherever they want to go. And so one place can never really catch that wave unless it's literally the only thing popping in the city. Yeah.
1: And with the amount of sprinkled venues around Dayton that sell alcohol and play music, we can just say it as simple as that. You know, mm-hmm. it, there's places for batches of hundreds of people to go to where on a regular weekend where nothing really. Extremely, you know, talked about or planned for, like as far as from from the outside, like people talking about it, getting their fits together, like it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't that type of response. I think that just leads to the hope of hope somebody, you know, hope they just come in and want to pay, you know, want to come late and be Dayton's finest and show up at eleven forty five, twelve o'clock, like most events. Mm-hmm. But so when you reach that time, that time stamp, it's like, well. <laughs> I've done enough of these to know that if by 12, 12, 15, you ain't got nobody really rolling in, like, it's a It's going to be the pull-up. And another thing, too, you know, people don't even, like, think about this side of it. Well, they might, but when you pull up to a spot that you've been to that's been crazy, you had a a great night, you know, an amazing night, it was jumping, whatever you wanted it to be. When you pull up to that venue and you see the parking lots or the parking spaces or you see how, you know, like, you know, like, ah man. When I was here that last time, it was four hundred <laughs> cars out here. You know, right. was, I can tell this ain't much. You know, like so that already hurts. So now it's like, do I want to go see if some bitches in there? Do I want to go see if some niggas in there? Like you know, that happens, and then get to the door, hear how much it cost, and like, then I mean, they still charging what they what they would be charging if it was deep. You know, and it's like
0: a delicate to, game. I, I can
1: go get three drinks at the Palm. You know, like. <laughs> Shouts out to the Palms.
0: <laughs> but uh, I want to, there's a couple people I want to commend, man. One, I want to commend the homie. You to the. He was supposed to open up, but for whatever reasons, you know, he didn't get his chance to do that. Yeah. But he was A1 about it. He was professional about it. He was cool about it. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, I want to commend him and shout him out because he showed a lot of love. Yeah. He wasn't, you know what I'm saying, down everybody's throat that he could see or just like threats or just right. like, man, I'm just trying to do my thing, trying to give him my, my music and everything like that. So I respect that. Yeah. Another person I want to show mad love to is Young Greatness himself, the artist. Yeah. For whatever you want to say. The time that I spent with the brother, he was A one. He was flat out said, Hey man, it happens. Yeah. It's like, hey man, maybe they don't fuck with me. <laughs> right. It's like, hey man, it,
1: I wondered that. He I was said like that to, hey, to, man. to uh Tay last night. I'm like, I wonder if like the artists when when something like something like this happens in a city, do they feel like, damn, is my is my is my reach not as far as I thought or, or am my Am I not popping here or is my shit whack? You know, like, mm. but then when they do the the late nights or they do, right. the, you know, like they get that, that that type of love is like, they got to be like, bro, what happened? Like, I don't understand. You know, like, so that's, I got to be tough for an artist, but at least he was, you know, OG, he was A1 OG about, about, it. about
0: it, man. He was so cool about it. His DJ was cool about it. Yeah uh, I chopped
1: it up with him We got to chop it up And uh, he was a cool dude
0: Just was like oh, "Man, Hey man it happens It is what it is Maybe they don't fuck with me It's all good But let's be clear He did get paid though <laughs> Yeah so he So that changes He got paid in advance So you know That that might change like, He was like
1: Fuck it I got a night in Dayton. Like, yeah
0: good... <laughs> And I was just like Yo he's like hey man I'm, It's whatever So <laughs> he pulled out his phone Facetime with his girl <laughs> So it's like I'll be FaceTiming with my girl you just let me know what you want me to do. So, shouts out to Young Greatness, man, for being <laughs> cool about the situation, man. Yeah,
1: that's dope. That's dope.
0: And my last point on this
1: before we just let it
0: go, man. We just <laughs> let it go. The key word I want to iterate on today's podcast is support.
1: I was hoping that was the word.
0: It is support, support, support. Now, I don't want to get on my high horse or too into radio, but, you know, I've been working at the station for a minute. And, you know, when I see people and hear people talk about the Fly Cities and all the festivals that used to be here with the old U92 and right. stuff like that. Right. Well, it used to be like this, it used to be like that. Y'all used to do this, y'all used to do that. It's 2016, though. And the way music is consumed today, there are no more promo runs. Yeah. Promo runs, like Beyonce and Destiny Child came yeah. today, know how on yeah. a promo run. Chris Brown, yep. Trey Songz, 8-Ball yep. and MJG came to Dayton, Ohio on a promo run. Yep. You think Chris Brown is going to do a promo run? <laughs> right. For people that don't know, a promo run is he's going to do a tour of cities for free. For basically, uh, you put them up in a hotel and they come do right. They don't do pay show. for nothing. They, they just don't pay in, for nothing.
1: showing support to the radio station. Showing support show to the radio love.
0: station, doing their thing, putting on a show. Those days are Gone, long gone. Shouts out to um Wiz in Cincinnati. Shouts out to uh Z one hundred and seven in Cleveland. I got people that work at both stations, and they have their uh their summer jam festival. Now, for people that may not know, they're all under the umbrella of Radio One, and Radio One does is they pay these artists, and the the artists are T I G Z Two Chains. They pay them a fee up front and say, all right, you're going to this market, this market, this market, and this market for their summer jam. But just listen to that list. Listen to that criteria of yeah, artists. Yeah. They're, not, they're not
1: promoing. They're getting paid. Right. Promo that, is dead. That check has to have a lot of zeros behind it with those names.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so the point I want to really get across is support. Support for your local artists. Because a lot of local artists came out. And they wanted to do their thing, right. but the support for them to do their thing was that's there. one
1: thing too. Like, there's it, no knock on how it was when I was in that prime or now. Like, like you like we say, it's 2016. Things is different, but I can remember like when we had our runs in the clubs with with shows. It was like it was like we made sure that we tried to get you know our goal was maybe get 50 bitches to come out. You know, get you know get make sure all our boys know to come out. And like everybody did that, so that led to if five openers try to get make sure they have fifty locked in people coming, that's two hundred and fifty people in the building. Mm-hmm. That, that's usually a good night in Dayton. Absolutely. And from that point, it's just gonna grow and swell to an uncomfortable amount of people. You know, so that's one thing that I just, just noticed that it felt like. Now they might have been outside and saw what it was. I'm not saying they ain't had nobody showing up, but it's mm-hmm. just like. When, the, when it's a night like that like you have to have a base of people that's just there rocking with you right. because if everybody's sprinkling in sprinkling out it doesn't help when five cars leave and five cars pull in we right. just we just circle in the wagon you know so support means you know sometimes you come out just get drunk and have a good time listening to music mm-hmm. you know like everybody weekend got to be ah and it's like I guess when you get grown, it's like, it's okay to have one of these weekends and just chop it up with whoever you out with. Mm-hmm. So Support, man.
0: Support is the key. And also, you know, <laughs> I do work at that place. <laughs> yeah. But support <laughs> your radio station, man. I hear so many people talk about, oh, y'all need to bring this artist to town. You need to bring this artist to town or that artist. But when we bring a certain artist, if you don't come support, what do you think the bosses and the big wigs is going to say? Like, oh, it didn't do good? Oh, okay, cool. We We straight.
1: Yeah, that's one thing I, th- I thought about last night. Like, to promoters that that's in this game, it's a it's a business for them, but it's a party too. Like they having a good time, mm-hmm. they're making sure that people straight. Like when it's a business that's doing this, like there's checks and balances, there's X's and O's, there's things that need to you know happen.
0: A lot of commas.
1: Yeah, to make sure that the money spent is not lost for the business. You know, like <laughs> right. bottom line. So. That's what makes it tough when you have those kind of nights cause you know from that side of it, people might not realize when a radio gets involved that it's more than just a bunch of cats in the city that wanna throw a party. You right. know, it's 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 signatures involved, it's it's contracts, it's you know, it's paperwork. Careers <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> So that's another thing, you know, when, when you want the radio station to, you know, do stuff and it's like if we can't get our quote unquote you know just weekend of fun that we we're trying to put together cracking it's like how how can we as a as a staff go to the people that make the rules and say we want to you know do something bigger right what we've done it's like well what you've done hasn't really worked or what you've done has struggled, or what you've done. I'll tell
0: you what they're gonna say, and maybe not in these words, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Please, <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: Like, <laughs> they are gonna say you can't make this up. <laughs> you can't <laughs> make this shit up.
0: Literally, That's what they gonna say. <laughs> and uh <laughs> the last part, I want to give one more shout out to one more shout out to to that, and we'll wrap that this part up. Shout out to the security man. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the the age range that love security is different. Absolutely. People of our demo love security. Yeah, They love, like, oh, they frisking everybody. Oh, they frisking the radio station. They
1: frisking the DJs. They frisking the promoters. Excellent. I feel safe inside. That's what I told them. It was literally we setting up, and they walked over like, we start from the inside out, boys. We need to patch y'all down. I turned around, and my first I was like, hallelujah. (laughs) I said that out loud. Like He started laughing. I was like, that's what I like to see because, you know, why do you think you, that is? you get to a certain age where that matters to you, you know, like you got a family, you got a career, you got a goal, you know, <laughs> bottom line. And, and when you go out, you don't want to have to have that burden of, cause when you, when you were right out of high school and you just learning this, this freedom is amazing. <laughs> you know, you're down, you, we've all been somewhere where we like, man, oh man, I'm glad that one wasn't, wasn't a bad night. Cause I've heard them on the news a million times. You know, I'm glad I went on a cool like. Like we've all had that moment in 19, Ooh. 20, 21, just learning life. You know, so you've you've gone through enough of ex- experiences to be like, well, I know the way I like to kick it is this way. Mm-hmm. Some people that's our age, they still want to kick it like they're in college, and that's dope that they still got that ga- gas. <laughs> you know, bottom line, <laughs> like you still got that kind of gas to be every weekend drunk and. Mm-mm. Yeah, like I, I I sit back in awe sometimes because when I get hammered now I'm two three days like I feel like a a baby deer trying to get it back together. Yeah, like,
0: man, Black Tie Weekend it took me till <laughs> yeah. Tuesday till I was back to every to day. Shape.
1: Every time I have a hard drinking night, the following day I have like a milk carton of water. Like that's I, I it's like detox. Yeah, it's bad. Like I <laughs> try to get my life together
0: so. Absolutely, man. So we're done with that. That's yeah. it's in the past. It is what it is.
1: <laughs> but speaking of support,
0: people can support the podcast, yo. Yes. Big news. Big announcement, man. Yes. Why don't you tell the peoples what we got going on?
1: Man, we got, um, we, we, we we started trying to get this expanded to more than just the SoundCloud. You know, definitely shouts to SoundCloud, but we're trying to get this to as many hands as we can.
0: Shouts out to bars and beyond. Yeah, as absolutely.
1: Well. So we uh, submitted our stuff to a few places that you should be familiar with, and we got um we got some good news that we are now picked up by. How do you say this? Is it Skitchner or Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher.
0: Yes. Stitcher, Stitcher app. app. Yes. A- you, along you can download Tuna that app, right. Yes, sir. Yeah. So. You can download either app. They're absolutely free. Just like our podcast is free. You know, you can download there. Download them there or, you know what I'm saying, you can always still listen on the SoundCloud link. But, you know what I'm saying, the brand and is it's expanding. You can't make this a podcast. It's now officially yeah. on the TuneIn app. Go ahead and download that joint if you're a TuneIn user or the Stitcher
1: app because it's there. And uh, got another one. Yeah. You can check my email. <laughs> is- and we want to thank y'all for that because y'all are the reason that we pushing this because we get the response back. We get the, you know, if we had a Monday where something happened. You know, out of out of out of what sixteen weeks now we, we we at least fourteen out of sixteen on on getting them done on Mondays to yeah. y'all, and it's like if we had that Monday, people people really be like, "Yo, where the where the podcast at, yo?" Yeah. Like, so that's dope to people really in in the gym or whatever they doing in their day. Take a take an hour out of their day to really fuck with Kevin, Kev At the end of the day, absolutely, because this is man. us just expressing us on a different level, just so.
0: our point of view of life and yeah. things that is going on in society. So definitely, uh, like Killer K said before, we want to say thank you. And uh, you know what I'm saying? You can get the Stitcher app and get it or the TuneIn app. And our good peoples from the the Apples <laughs> 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 haven't hollered back yet. Yeah. But we'll keep y'all posted on that, man. And,
1: and if you don't mind, man, I, I kind of want to just stretch the boundaries a little bit. Oh, if yeah. you don't mind. The if we can get, you know, maybe one or two people next week to show us that they screenshot, you know, screenshot us a Ooh. picture of the of them downloading the app or getting lined up with us, we're going to let y'all call in and chop it up with us on the podcast. Very so, dope. Yes, so we can make that happen. I would like that. You know, if we get one or two of y'all that want to, you know, show us some love and show us that you're supporting us or you're getting, getting a friend to download it for, you know, getting them lined up. We'll have y'all call in and uh express some emotions with us. So. Absolutely. And oh yeah, we
0: on the uh we finally went ahead and did the IG too. Yeah, yeah. Can't make this up podcast on the IG. So, you know, you can you can rock out with your boys there too. You know, we trying to show a lot of love yeah. to the community off that pod uh off that IG account. You know what I'm saying? Things are going on in the city of Dayton and in general, as always, you can download the apps and all that good stuff right there from the IG account
1: Yeah I had a I had a tough week man We lost a good friend of ours DJ Doc Strange Absolutely RIP to the homie So I haven't really been Social media inspired As I would You know as I would have been So Definitely wanted to Make sure I uh, mm-hmm. RIP my good friend man It was a It's a tough situation You know Depression is a Is a real thing in in, in this world So we don't have to get too deep into it because I probably can't talk about it without crying. So hey, man, just want to say rest in peace to the homie, man.
0: Absolutely, man. Um, that's a kind of back to the uh, young Graden thing, but not too heavy on it. It's just like I can't be so upset about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just off of everything that's happened in our country over the last uh, two weeks with the situations in Dallas and Baton Rouge, uh. And Minneapolis is, and then obviously Doc Strange is like, you know what? A club night bricked.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, that's... (laughs) Oh, well. That's (laughs) that's a hole in the sock, you know? Yeah, it really puts a lot of things (laughs) in perspective,
0: man. Perspective. And, you
1: know, it is what it is. Of course, there's money involved and, you know, things of that nature. But, you know... Look at it like, you know, we we blessed to be able to to keep everybody at least stable. You know, everybody culture, nobody left with attitude, you know. That's that's an applause for it, you know, in itself.
0: Absolutely, so, man. So uh I wanted to ask you something about <laughs> this is a good one, man. It's a good one. <laughs> what was the high school killer calf like?
1: Man, oh man, you about to have me talking.
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> Cause I venture to say it was quite different from the high school little kid. Yeah, and that's what I went by back then. Yeah, I, I'm I'm willing to put big money on it.
1: Well, let's see. For high school, we'll start we'll start scratch freshman year. Now, from third grade until the summer going into my freshman year, I wore glasses and pretty thick ones. I have pretty bad vision, mm-hmm. so. Had glasses growing up, you know. Steve Urkel was hot and popping in the, <laughs> in the, in the time for TGIF Fridays, yes with sir. You, you know, chill out with the fam, watching great TV shows. So, that kind of inner joke, you know, that was just something people would call me, you know, it is what it is. You had glasses, somebody probably called you Urkel at some point. So, but I went through all that, and my uh, mom let me get contacts <laughs> going into my senior year. I mean, my freshman year. So, come back freshman year. brand new brand new it it was like it was like the 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 chains was broken off (laughs) girls walking up to me like damn i know your eyes was that pretty and like i see you care like and you get a couple of those freshman year you walking around like yo what's up you know like so that was that was definitely a, a moment for me and then i was heavy into a band i was a band geek bottom line that's probably what people remember me most from in high school is being involved with like show choir band doing outrageously crazy things just to get that laugh from people, you know, and I did play sports, but I always, I kind of call them the other sports, mm-hmm. my white side, <laughs> we, uh, played, uh, played golf. I played tennis, played soccer, uh, played basketball my freshman year, had a little injury to uh, the the first practice. Like, <laughs> man, you, Let me tell you that real quick. Made the team, right? Oh. See my name on the paper. Ah, Letterman the jacket team. status. <laughs> First practice, I take a, a a knee to the thigh like I've never felt again in my life, and my thigh did not function for t- two months. <laughs> like it was bad, and it was you know you miss you miss a month month and a half of basketball season. You missed it all. Yeah. <laughs> so. End up being a videographer for the team, man. So <laughs> dreams was dreams was <laughs> dreams was cried away on that top on that top row of the freshman games. <laughs> like, yeah, this is what my life is gonna be. So, <laughs> but that's honestly, man, that's kind of when I fell in love with this side of it, with the radio and video. You know, I, I messed around with the you know Apple um, iMovie mm-hmm. and went to ICB the, the 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 school broadcasting school in town and got the associates from there. But you know, back to high school, man, that was just. A time for me, man, where I had a I had a stable girlfriend that went to another school. We were together for like five years. Wow! From, from from pretty much fifteen to when I went to the army. A few months into the army, it got the distance, the the freedom. It just got it got out of hand. So and <laughs> yeah, do it. yeah. I wasn't about to get married and and, and take you with me yet. We was <laughs> we, we, we we was just still young and learning. I didn't found something. learning life. So, but. You know, having having her at a different school, I still could, like, flirt all day at my school. And I could still, you know, talk to people at my school. So I was definitely on to, on that. Senior year, I uh they realized I, that I was missing a gym class. That's usually a freshman or sophomore thing. Mm-hmm. So my senior year, first period, I had gym. Gym was my golf. I mean, the gym teacher was my golf coach. Wow. So all I had to do was show face. Back to the hallway. <laughs> he ain't really messed with me. And you went to what high school again? try with Madison High School, class of 2000. What up? <laughs> yeah, man. We we a close class, but uh, had gym, had like English and you know, whatever, science, whatever I had the the core classes. But from like after from fourth period on it was choir, show choir uh band and then i had like a a aid period where i was the teacher's aid that i would help her do stuff so again like from like 11 to the end of the day i was done as far as learning it got fun for me so that was i can remember that vividly about my senior year but yeah i was a different kid for sure man i was i was uh i was uh just figuring out this life
0: well i was i was gonna think it was a lot different for me not really too much different for myself (laughs) uh I was heavy, heavy, heavy into school. Like, dude, like people were, like my homeboys, nothing like me yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. Like my man's uh, James, he's the first person I met my first day of elementary school, friends to this day. My other two homeboys, Damon, met him in third grade, I actually lived across the street from my dad. And uh, everybody in Cleveland knows this, and hopefully don't get my mama in trouble. It's been decades, but <laughs> we lived in Cleveland. But uh, my dad lived in Cleveland Heights, better school district. So yeah. ha, we're going there. Yeah. <laughs> so he stayed stayed across the street from my pops, and my other homeboy Austin stayed down the street. So we've been tight as a crew since we- forever. Yeah. You know. So, but once we got to high school. You know, that's when cats aren't always in the same classes. Right. So you know, you're taking these classes, we're taking those classes. You blah, peeking blah, blah, blah.
1: through the window, like what up,
0: dude? Yeah. <laughs> and the things like they would tell me, and it would just kind of be so far fetched to be like, she did what? Huh? Y'all, y'all cutting class? Like I was the type of kid. Like I literally did everything my mom told me. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> My brother, like I say, six years older than me, great role model, great example. But when he was in high school,
1: uh uh-uh. uh,
0: <laughs> he was doing what he wanted to do, it, when he wanted to do it, how he wanted to do it. And my mom and brother always told me, man, books, books, school, books, books, school, 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 books. So that's what I did. I was heavy into my schoolwork, tried out for the basketball team in ninth grade. <sniffs> Rightfully so. Name wasn't on the wall, huh? Can't dribble with my left hand to this day. (laughs) So. Just a crossover. (laughs) Right back. Right back. Worked (laughs) hard on my game in the offseason. Came back 10th grade. Knew I was going to make it. So, dreams derailed in 10th grade. Like, yeah, yeah, this is not going to move. And uh, people that know my high school, Cleveland Heights High School. uh, State champs my senior year, by the way, in basketball. Class of 97. What up? Uh. (laughs) You know, it's big into basketball and track. And I was never the fastest kid. And obviously my hoop game wasn't good enough. So my sports dreams at high school was sorely derailed. But my main focus all through high school was school and academics. And my homeboys, uh, Austin and DeMond, them cats was in the chicks heavy.
1: Yeah.
0: Heavy, man. <laughs> them dudes, like, would try to get me to go there. But it was just like a wall that I would hit out of being maybe was it shy, insecurity. it just like literally when I would talk to a girl. Yeah. And it wasn't until probably my sophomore year at Wright State till the savage was born. <laughs> <laughs> and to think, because I, I, I bring this up because... Um, Wife and I are putting up a bookshelf and everything like that. So we're putting in the photo albums of the wedding and everything. And then, oh, man, one of my photo albums from high school. So I'm flipping through it, looking through it. I was like, damn. I was like, damn. I was f- I was fresh back then. Tommy Hill Hilfiger to the socks. I was like, I had no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> no bitches. But like, I had you spent- seven starter jackets <laughs> yeah. in the closet. <laughs> I was a fresh dude. But no bitches. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying, go through another one, checking out some right State photos. And then I was like, I used to get bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, man, just to think about from the age of 18 to 20, the the drastic change in my approach and just saying, fuck it. Basically, fuck it. What's she going to say? No. Okay. It's a campus full (laughs) of them.
1: (laughs) Imagine being a thousand miles home in a brand new city. That's what the Army's like, you know, like you ain't, I'm sure that's like what going to college farther away from home. Mm-hmm. kind of feels like mamas can't just pop up on the weekends, but going, going to that, going to that Army and in that age, getting, getting a couple checks from the government, you know. You're not on, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. It's like, you're away and you're getting paid. I was yeah. away being broke. <laughs> right. We out here getting, getting paid on the first and the 15th and broke on the third and the, and the 17th. Broke. At the child hall, getting the free getting the free <laughs> meal, no more Chinese buffet for the next two weeks. So
0: that is yeah. funny, man. So did you think you had a drastic change in between high school and your military career?
1: Yeah, and it was bad like, to, be, <laughs> to be honest. For real. like having having quote unquote mom running the show, you know your parent gonna make sure you won't go too far left or too far right. So then then you get on your own and and you out there and, and and you're able to sign for things, you're able to make your own decisions, you're able to, you know, get paid on the 1st, go party in the clubs and act like you the biggest baller in the city and then head to the local lo- uh loan shop trying to loan your way through the through the month, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I had a couple of those stumbles, man, and it just had had to figure out at a young age that your credit means something. You know, and, and, and you done dug yourself in the hole, so let's work on getting out of it. So it was just a, a loose, a looseness for me, man. Like I, I was, you know, trying to fuck a new bitch every, <laughs> every three out of the four weekends, you know, it was. That's what weekends are made yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> man. It was, I was really out there doing a lot. Yeah, man. And I,
0: <laughs> and I look at myself now, I have morphed back into the person I was in high school. I am very. To myself, even though I work at a radio station, so you expect me, oh, I'm outgoing and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I, I'm outgoing because I have to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's part of the job requirement. Right. You can't, in the business that I work in, I got in because I love music. But ultimately, you can't just be sitting there like a it yeah, on the you, wall just You can't show up to
1: a, to a remote location with an attitude. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so you. I find myself, not, I'm not putting on a front, but I have to mentally,
1: hey, Enjoy this moment. <laughs>
0: be, be out there. Make yeah. sure you're speaking to the people. And I, and I find myself when I'm at home, just me and my wife. I'm reading. I'm looking up information about this, that, and the third. And
1: you, I'm waking up at five in the morning to watch the British Open. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the type of like, like that's that's where you get to. Mm-hmm. When you reach that what I call. I've always said this, man. It's just my little. I guess my little inside humor, but. I, I say you reach a certain point where you want to only be around people with goals, people that are 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 working towards something, are established, are you know just good people. You, mm-hmm. know, you don't want to be around people that just and you know, just living off the living off of whatever and then just not 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 goal oriented. You know, being around positive energy is what you know you search for at a certain age. So it's like you don't even want to deal with foolishness or or deal with things that you would deal with in college or in in your 20s or, you know, things that you would just suck it up and be like, whatever, man, let's just go and do whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I'm riding. You know? it's like, <laughs> nah, I'm going to be at the house tonight. Like, I'm chilling. I'm going to be on this bottle and get up in the morning and watch some golf.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's a crazy situation, man, where you, you take your life and you think about it from, from the aspect of how you've progressed and what do you look at as fun now. Fun yeah. for twenty-year-old me was going out, getting drunk, hanging out till God knows when. Right. Checking my voicemail, seeing who called. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm fun to find for that me,
1: number from last night. Yeah, fun <laughs> for me
0: now is Netflix. Like, all right, going for a walk. Shoot, like I I ride my bike a ton. I go for ride my bike or literally and. Just download a brand new album
1: and just sit there and fucking listen to the okay. album. What I was gonna say is <laughs> before you went through all that is waking up to have the energy to want to do those things. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was out late last night, I was probably gonna get to bed till three o'clock and woke up at five to watch some golf. Like what what is what is why am I watching and it's like because I love sports. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much I love sports is that I will sleep two hours to get up. Make sure I catch the meat of the golf tournament live not watch the tape. Right. And I can look on my phone and see the results and be pissed that I missed it all. So I wake up and, and, and enjoy the things I enjoy. And it's like I'm at the age bracket where that's really what I'm on. Like I'm wanting a nap about 3 o'clock today. Oh, yeah. Oh, a nap will happen for me today. That's
0: for sure. That's 1,000% sure, man. Shoot. That record I
1: sent you. Rich Chicken, Rich Chicken. We gonna turn this up now. What you think about that? Hey, man? I rock with this joint, man. It's it's funny because I got the visual yes. first, so I didn't hear the song and be like, "Yo, this is dope. Who is this?" And then get the visual. Kev sent me this link, and I'm like, and literally, this is what I this is what I did. This this is the moment I had with my wife. I'm laying in the bed. You send me the link. I hit it and the volume would have been on max from my previous video, right? <laughs> so it's coming on like dude, And I'm like and he starts flowing and I'm like am I supposed to like this, bro? Like is he is he sending me this because it's whack and he like laughing at it or is he sending me this because he fuck with it? And I'm like, but I fuck with it. You know, like so then I'm like how do i respond back because i didn't know what you was like what you was getting at like because the dude looks nothing like he sounds he's oh, from man where's he from um indonesia or? yes and he's a 16 year old that started rapping like what they said months ago or yeah. he's he, he basically took a uh learning english from youtube approach and learned how to rap from watching american you know rap artist and Basically just mimic a style yeah. that he liked best and came up with a dope track. I mean, for what we got, even, even, it's just, I think it's just dope. I just think it's dope.
0: <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you how it came to me. Shouts out to my brother D up there in Cleveland. We are on a uh, text message chain. Me, my brother, my cousins, everybody. We talking shit all day. He sends me a link. Now, normally when he sends these links, he's a big, huge battle rap guy. Loaded Lux, Joe Button, all them types. Normally, it's something like that. So, nine times out of ten, I'm not looking at it until later. But he's like, I was like, D, what is this? It's like, trust me, open it. I'm like, all right. I'll open it. It's not the song. It's a reaction to the song. Yeah. And it's Ghostface. It's fucking Cameron. It's a bunch of other cats. And they... They rock, And I'm, I'm listening to the beat, I'm like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you like it? And then I catch the visual. And I'm thinking to myself, what, is this a fucking joke? Yeah. And then I am keep listening to it, and I'm like, this fucking beat is I right. <laughs> And so I stopped that video mid, and I go look him up. And I watch the video, and I'm blown away by the visual. Motherfucker rocking a damn fanny pack.
1: Fanny pack. He looked, I with, mean, he dressed with, like- With goons in the back. Yeah, he dressed like Kanye- <laughs>
0: Uh, dropout style Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> but plus a fanny pack. But the beat is so crazy, and I'm like, I send it back like, yo, I'm fucking with this. <laughs> He's like, for real. I was, and I was like, like yo, this joint a bang in the club, it. And this is how I know it will, cause he said it was. Cause yeah. he hates <laughs> trap music. He hates anything that wasn't made. In 1995 You know what I'm saying So that's when I said it to you I was like The new hot shit Question mark Question mark Question mark (laughs) I'm I'm fucking with it
1: I'm gonna be honest Because I wasn't able To set up last night That was a really down Moment for me Because I was I had a (laughs) like set That I was gonna Really rock this song Man like this Song I've been listening to it Since you sent it to me That shit bangs man For those that wanna Look it up man The guy's name is Rich Chigga so it's rich, you know, R I C H and then it's C H I G G A. The song is called That Stick, but the stick is a money symbol. So Let's go. the S the S and stick is a money symbol. So it's on iTunes, it's it's six million views or somewhere close to that on YouTube. It's uh it's a sight to see, but you're probably gonna like it. I'm telling you now.
0: Yeah, man, it's it's crazy to think about if there was no visual to it. What what type of reaction do you think it would get from people? I think it gets that reaction right now with... What's the what's the kid from Middletown? The white kid? The, uh, uh, the Damn, what is his name? Y'all know who the hell we talking about. The white kid from Middletown with the Stendo clips. Got a rap song. Whatever the hell his name is. Actually, I think it was his name. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll remember it later. Anyway... <laughs> He got a viral reaction because he was talking about guns and capping mofos and all that shit because he was a white kid. But this is getting reaction,
1: I think, because this shit is dope. And I think people got it. They got the visual at the same time. So it wasn't as much as you wanted to laugh at how they was looking, mm-hmm. you was rocking with it. So it's like I, I think if you, get the, if you get the song first and you rock with it, and then you see the person is not, doesn't sound like he raps. Then you'd be like, "Oh man, this this fake." You know, yeah. you look at him like you know, you get down on it, and then you just like force yourself not to like it. When 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 you get the visual and you get to see has your first time hearing it, what this dude looks like and 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 how funny it looks, but at the same time, how you got you can't sit still. It's like. <laughs> Just like i have to like this like i got to man trust because I, I send that link to smoke oh yeah like minutes I, minutes after i watched it because i watched it and i'm like had my moment i look over at the wife i'm like would you listen to that and she was on her ipad reading you know book and she wasn't even paying me no attention so i played it back for her and then she like what am i supposed to not like this because i do like it's dope and i'm like See that's that's what I'm saying. I'm like I don't know if Kev wants me. To be, I'm like I'm about to like I think this shit hot. He's like yeah, I'm like this shit is fucking like, baby. like that that shit is definitely in my in my Monday ride to work. What did Smoke say? I'm curious. Yeah, I send it to Smoke. I'm like bro, what, are you hip to this? Because I always ask him that. Because L A, mm-hmm. they always he'll hit me up or he'll come home and and and. Be like, are they playing this on the radio here? No, you and, know we're not, right? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, no, no. He's like, for real, it's been on for a minute. So I asked him, like, you know, just to see. I sent it to him. He like, bro, this shit hot. <laughs> I'm like, see, <laughs> like, I'm like defending it, like, like, like I know the guy. I told I'm, you. That's how. That's how. It like, it's happening. So, dude, you need to get out to L. A. <laughs> Asap. Get in that club. Break the record. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, you gonna be.
1: You're gonna be out there.
0: You're gonna be out there. And Slim Jesus is the white care from uh Slim Hampton Jesus. There we with go. The, with there the record back in the go. day. Yeah, man. Shout, shout out to Rich Chigga. Oh, yeah, man. Rich
1: Chigga, man. Check that out. Check if you, that uh, joint out. You... Got, a, got a little break at work today. We'll say today being <laughs> Monday, since you're probably listening on Monday.
0: Absolutely, man. So sure, I wanted to touch on this topic. Black Lives Matter. The latest idiot to speak on black top black Black Lives Matter is a Sat Rocky. Said he cannot relate to the Black Lives Matter movement because he lives in Beverly Hills. Add him to the list of niggas I don't fuck with no more. Yeah, I when I read that, I deleted this shit off my phone. I can't fuck with that yeah. type shit, bro.
1: And that and that hurt me because I, I gotta think of the song now. I have to. Um, it's a song that I always would play in my quote unquote pregame moment when I had some time to uh, to like you know just play some songs that I like. He had a couple couple older songs that I that uh that work. Mm-hmm. Choo, mm, mm, oh could you that like that's one of my man, I'm the same way it's like I don't even want to play it no more. Like Mm-mm. like you you can't be on that, bro. You not that <laughs> far removed, yo. No, like that's a that could be a career ender for you. You have no idea. You think you you think you secure in Beverly Hills but ten months with no money coming in gonna gonna catch up to you you know <laughs>
0: all them that modeling no how rich you're doing you are. these movies you're doing like the stupidity of a comment like that it really hurts because the age gap because i think he's like 25 27 years old or whatever so it's it hurts because he's so young and he has a ability to make a difference the guys that are talking about it talking about black lives matter Mello, mellow chris paul that uh, was dope, by the way. That was dope. LeBron, uh, D-Wade. You know what I'm saying? Those dudes are on the back end of their NBA career. Right. Their old NBA years, not in real life years. But if people of the age range of uh 25 to 30 are speaking out pro-Black Lives Matter, it goes a long way because they're affecting the youth. But if he says, like, oh, it don't matter, well, then to me that says – When white people use the N-word, it don't matter to them either. Because the wife and I were taking a walk one day. This white girl, she's on the phone. She's, oh, that nigga don't know this. That nigga don't know that. And I think to myself, if this was me at 16, I heard a white person yelling that, it's on. Yeah.
1: It's I, on I, I was but around the moment like that <laughs> But go ahead the,
0: the, the world is so different now Where The word has Lost its sting I mm-hmm. guess you can say And people will say Oh it's a term of endearment They try to justify the use of the word Like well it's all in the music Well if It's just a word Like nah man I, I'm i not condoning Smacking the shit out of people But I want to go back to the days where White people didn't say the shit in public. Yeah. Like it wasn't. They like weren't cool with saying it. Like right. it's just not the way, dog. I'm sorry, dude. It's it's not cool. And I've said this to myself many times. Like I really want to stop using that word. I can't.
1: I'm the same <laughs> way. because I was just about to say using that word. I was just about to say more times than not on a daily basis. I'll use nigga in three different forms in the same
0: sentence.
1: <laughs> like, nigga, what's up, nigga? That nigga over there pissing me off. Nigga? You know, like, you know, like you can go through a, an array of motions with that word, and it's like, I can't, like, I can be like, I'm going to stop using it. But all that means is I'm going to stop using it when I'm not around my people. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, at, you know, trying to bring it up in the ride home on the car. But when I'm around my boys and we chopping it up, it's like, you know, like you're gonna be right back into it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like it's just it's a part of our culture, but it's ours. Like it ain't right. Well, half of mine. <laughs> speaking on the on the other half. Uh but I mean it's something that, you know, you use that word in however form you wanna use it, but it's like we use it because it's it's ours. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom line. So ownership. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I just
0: Man, when I hear stuff like that from somebody that has influence, I have a real problem with it. Yeah, they... And I heard um, Kevin Gates talking about he not down with the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, as crazy as you want to say Kevin Gates is, sometimes he does make some type of sense. Mm-hmm. His reasoning for not being down with the Black Lives movement is much with people in, I should say, uh, upper class society mindset uh, think. Like, where you're killing yourselves. So, if you don't care about yourself, watch it anybody else? Which is always, which is always a valid point. I, I would never argue against that. Like, we, as our, our community does kill each other and niggas kill each other. Niggas hate on each other. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But in my eyes, I don't see the correlation where, yes, we got to stop black on black violence. But also, we matter right, so y'all can't add to the problem right that I think those two problems are separate issues, absolutely, but when people bring it up, so that's why I can't bash um Kevin Gates for that because I always will say it's a valid point, you know what
1: I mean right I've always said, man, it's like it's the quote unquote levels to this shit like I always feel like there's levels to the amount of even participation in the conversation, you know, you'll have a, a level of, of we can just call it success or whatever, whatever, just a level of a mind state where you're talking to your peers about it, we dialogue about it for the last five weeks on this podcast, easy. You know, it's like it's just been a hot topic to talk about. And it's like if we're not getting to the level of where the problem is, the reaching the people that are doing this, it ain't, you know, we might not be around people that's doing it but we seeing it happen in our communities and it's mm-hmm. like you might need to take that step to, to go back to the block and, you know, be the OG and just talk to some of the kids about life, you know, because at the end of the day, if, if we're on a, if we're on the bridge talking about it and they below the bridge doing it, it ain't, it ain't solving nothing. You know, we That's dialoguing back and forth all day long about it, but we watching from the bridge. So very
0: good analogy. Uh, president Obama was, uh, did that, town hall meeting thing and I watched part of it and the biggest thing I got from it was when they do the panel show the whole room had uh, family members of victims of uh, police brutality sitting next to police officers widows and everything like that it just shows you man this shit's got to stop yeah
1: all around
0: like End of the day, she's affected son, You're affected. daughter yep is it's it's literally is a cycle. It's a circle. Like, it's a, it's a tit for tat almost.
1: And the thing I've always said, too, is no matter who the individual is, it affects a family of people. Mm-hmm. It affects two families of people. If the officer, you know, if you're a part on the other side of the coin, it affects a community of people because... Yeah, yeah, yep, I sure do live in Baton Rouge. Yeah, right there two blocks from where that you know, like mm-hmm. you know like that's that's now a a highlight on your Google Maps in your mind to where yeah, you always bring it up kinda like, yeah, I was five blocks from nine eleven. Or I you know, it's, it's something of that of that uh big that big of a issue to where it's like you won't forget the time and space. You might not remember Yo, I remember it was two thousand six. Yeah, I and mean, that was about that time. You know, in the summertime, of that six two two thousand sixteen was rough. You know, I'm like <laughs> you gonna you gonna remember some of these things for a long period of time, and it's 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 just like you say. It just it had when you see that on TV, when you see families, you know, affected, man. It, it brings it to, it's like you pray to God that your family ain't next on the list. You know, mm-hmm. it's like somebody that you know or close to ain't ain't involved in it or get caught up in it because it's like. It's almost like winning the lottery in reverse, you know, it's like it's happening on on a level to where people are falling victim Mm -hmm. to something they ain't even wanting to be a part of. Right. They're just trying to do something. they out there just trying to make a means and get out of that whatever they in or, or, you know, just living life at the end of the day. And it's like you can't even stand outside and smoke a cigarette, you know, outside the corner store that's been, that you've seen on every black movie that you've watched in your life, you know, (laughs) like. Like it's it's oh, crazy. In front of the
0: bodega I mm. want to jump back into N word. I don't know why I'm calling it the N word like we own <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like, like we on TV, <laughs> right? You have two little girls, one on the way. Yeah, man. How pray are you gonna all, <laughs> How are you gonna approach that word, or how have you approached that word with your with your girls?
1: Man, I I've always with 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 my oldest, of course, my eight year old. She's really into. She reminds me of me. She pays attention to everything. She's in the back seat, like, going past something and was like, oh, this is that time I went to Uncle Mike's house, isn't it? Like, yep, yeah, we're two blocks from his house. You know, like, she, she's that, I was that kid. Like, I literally learned how to drive from the passenger seat. I would put my foot on it and hold my arms out like my mom and be over there like, la, 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 Never drove a car in my life. <laughs> drove maybe car twice and went and got my license. Like, that's really how it happened for me. But, with that word man my being mixed mm. i always approach things from i think that just makes me be the other or person you know it's like you we could be talking about this but I'm like but you got to think about it in this regard because like i was only raised by my mother's family which is white you mm-hmm. know it was me and my mom 90 percent of my life you know from Growing up a baby until I went to the army, and then she got married after I went to the army. You know, so my stepdad is I met as an adult. You know, so mm-hmm. it's just to 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 be raised in a certain culture, but live in an in, in an area where you are only part of a certain culture, like right. you're not even the only time you really engage with white people is when you're with your family <laughs> B- for real. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like, now that's deep. Like you can't make yeah, that shit up. Like it's that's really my upbringing. So I always look at it like I'm only raised by white people, but I only live with black people and my mom, you know, like, so I'm around the world. I'm around the culture. I'm a part of it. I'm, I'm half of it, you know? So it's like, I just, I just let them know that, you know, it's a it's a word cuz i cuz i hear sometimes the older kids you know you reach that age where you're outside and you like Tripping. you know like you just <laughs> want to say something bad you just want to be that kid you know so like i've heard it you know and it's like my daughter man she's really like i don't want to say like frightened of me but she's like she she knows when daddy mean business so she really like if, if i tell her certain things to not be around uh, around and she's out there and kids are acting up or, you know, she'll like squeeze out of the situation and just come inside like, like, you all right? She was like, yeah, they just, I didn't want to get in trouble. And I'm like, cool. You're doing like, a good job, yeah. sir. I'm like, cool. Turn on the TV. You want Pop-Tart? You know, like, like, cool. Like, I'd rather you come inside and know, start, start, start to know at that age right from wrong. You know, that makes me feel good that, okay, I don't have to go out there and be angry dad and find out what happened. Mm-hmm. She handled it. You know, she got away from the situation, so... Now my 7 year old, she ain't even really on going outside like that unless it's like <laughs> digging up worms. She's my nature kid. She she'll play with the kids and be out there but she ain't really She's a she's a she's a, <laughs> a chill man. She she's funny but she's like she's 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 in her own space. You know, she's learning what she, how she wants to live her her life. You know, she's figuring it out her way. So I let her, you know, you want to go outside? Go outside. You want to stay inside and play Minecraft? Cool, we can play a little bit of Minecraft after you do that homework, you know? like <laughs> So, you know, we definitely trying to get them exposed. And one thing, too, that I'm kind of upset with myself about a little bit is their involvement in sports. I started at about 7, 8 years old, which is where my kids are, and it's like I need to get them going in sports because Camille wants to come with Daddy every time I go play golf. You know, I still... I played tennis a few months ago for the first time in a while. got out there and, and, and <laughs> how'd and, that and,
0: go? <laughs> you know I
1: actually surprised myself, man. I've I've always been a, a, a sprinter, you know, never never a distance. So it's like I could handle the tennis court for a while, but being a big guy, of course, it, it caught up to me sooner mm-hmm. than later. But I mean, all in all, man, I'm just trying to do some, trying to get active, man. Just right. uh, sports. Sports was my life for so long, man. Like I literally went from baseball to basketball to. to soccer to you know every sport you can imagine i played at some point in my life and uh it's just it's it's my life so it's like i know my kid i know camille she's really into that she's really i took her golf with me a few times and she's showing interest and i bought her i'm gonna get ready to buy her a a set of golf clubs looking at those online so she's getting ready to get them just into some sports too because they they already into the cheerleading and stuff and into all those things but i want to get them opportunity to see if that's
0: if that's up their alley too absolutely man that's very dope you mentioned sports man and (laughs) I don't know if it's weird to me well shit it is weird fuck it (laughs) when I was a kid we played the sport that was in that season yeah Cleveland right now when I was a kid we would be playing baseball and then fall we'd be playing football Transition into basketball. Like we played that sport. Now it seems like dudes pick a sport and that's all they play. Yeah. Like I, my man. That's true. My man, he coaches his son's basketball team. AP, I love you, brother. But they play basketball. It's only, he's not playing basketball from August until the end of October. So they play basketball from November.
1: August. I
0: just think that's too much. Yeah, I think that's very sport weird. That's
1: that's you're creating a addiction <laughs> <laughs> that's really gonna be all this person wants. And you know, when when it's just when you don't get to do like other sports, help other sports. I mean, you play baseball, you learn hand eye coordination. I started playing tennis and golf in high school freshman year, but I picked up the game fairly quick. Because of my hand-eye coordination, you know, so it's like you, other sports, you know, soccer, you run all day long, you know, you can become a good runner in football and basketball around the court, you know, so it's like, when you just beating down that one sport, it's like you creating that Tiger Wood, everybody want that Tarina Williams, that Tiger, that, you know, that, that prodigy, you know, and he does it because his boys love it. They love, and they and love it. it. And that's dope They they should. And this should be fun. But they should also, I think, consider the fact that they could have a love for three or four more sports, the same, and just really just be, you know, be good at all of them. Like <laughs> the thing I worry about is burnout. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like when man, you're just that one sport that whole time, man, it's it, it it becomes almost like a burden or a a job to be improving at a at a rate. Yeah, know? like so, then it's like. Well, we need to step this up, but you, the numbers from last year ain't where the, you know, like it becomes a, like I say, an addiction to where it's just like, this all we own. You know, like free time is get up, you know, let's go to work. You know, and it's like,
0: <laughs> I try to think about it in an aspect of, well, shoot, I played a ton of basketball as a kid. At least they're in an organized environment.
1: Yeah. True.
0: They're not at the going all the way to the west side of Cleveland to play ball. They're not doing all this to play ball. So, you know, maybe it's like this. and Shit, they're playing on hardwood indoors. We was playing mm-hmm. outside, 100% humidity <laughs> with the wind blowing. <laughs> so I try to think of it like that, but I just always think when I see kids that's in an AAU real heavy, it's like, man, you don't want to play baseball? Like, I love playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Shoot, I, I love going to baseball games. I don't so
1: much watching on TV, but yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh, I was
1: big into that. Up until my eye condition I'm currently dealing with, I played in a Wednesday softball league in Kettering Fields, and it was hilarious because it was a league full of well, <laughs> what I called former fat athletes, you know, athletes that done got out of shape, that still trying to chase the dream and just be active doing something. Got to love it. And really had given they all out there. man. My, my first game, I got put in right field. Because the dude pulled a hand me, some like forty five year old pulled a hand me. I was just coming onto the team, just trying to you know do 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 something. And they was like, "We need you there." Was, was, I was the last one. No one knew me. They just had to fill me out. So I'm in right field, thinking, "Ah, this ain't gonna be. You know, it's gonna be a little busy, but you know, I should be able to survive." First pitch, <laughs> pop foul towards the fence. I'm sprinting. <laughs> catch the ball, and literally plow my 300-pound ass into this fence. Boom, the fence, like, shaking, kind of break a little bit. <laughs> I fall, roll. they like, you all right? I'm holding the ball up. Like, <laughs> I got it. it. <laughs> right. Throwing it in. Like, Jesus, this is not what I signed up for. Dude, and
0: that is funny, then, man. Then
1: my, well, and, at, and at bat, during that same game, running to first base, the shortstop threw a bullet. I had my hat on backwards. And it hit right where the hat and the bill come together, bounced over the dugout. But with that noise, you know, it sounded like it hit my head. People thought wow. I was, and I fail and kind of roll because I was just embracing them, like, <laughs> what's about to happen, what I'm about to feel like. And they thought I was, like, dead. I got up, like, I'm cool. It just hit my, you know, I didn't have no pain, from it, but it was like, yo. Like, that was the reasons why I stopped playing baseball in high school because my freshman year I was into fast pitch mm-hmm. baseball, and uh, you know you wearing the helmets, all that jazz. When uh, I got hit in the head with a fast pitch, and it was like I was terrified of the box. I'd always be in the back of the box, couldn't get comfortable. I was trying to get out the way. You know, it was like I was I was traumatized from that seventy-five mile an hour ball in the head at, at fourteen years old. So yeah, man. That that's when I got out of that
0: sport. Sports at our age now is <laughs> a touchy thing because. Got to get up and go to work in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard to work work with a black eye at work.
1: I work with the eye doctor. He's the chief of optometry at the Dayton VA. He has to be every bit of in his 60s. He still goes to hoop twice a week. I commend him. He live out in like Spring Valley or Springboro somewhere out that way. He goes to they wide. He got a group of guys. They show up like five in the morning to hoop. I worked there a year and a half easily. Three, four times since I've worked there, he's showing up with a black eye, elbow to the like. And he's tall; he's like six five, so I'm sure he's the big man. On the, mm-hmm. He ain't right down there battling and giving Try work. To, yeah, it's I like getting slapped like, on the arm. Doctor Kira, if I Kirk, see you out there putting in work, you know you ain't letting this age stop you. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I commend people that's still trying to stay active because you know that's that's my goal. That's what I'm working towards. I really. Got a plan in place. I'm taking off some time when this baby come, mm-hmm. and uh, got a diet, and you know that's kind of like I'm waiting for that to happen to really get locked in. I've started now getting back in the gym and just doing little things, eating better, and trying to get my mind right for this because I've started and stopped them so many times, and it's like I want to really make this a lifestyle for me. So right. I've uh waiting for these time off to really hit the gym and you know every day and be going doing something and. Try to get you know I got some eye surgery coming up soon to get my eyes back together. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I can start seeing twenty twenty again, I'm I'm all in. I'm playing. I'm playing everything.
0: Oh I'm man! Be out there throwing
1: up again on the side of the side of the field. <laughs>
0: man, I got a partner. Uh, shout out to Jody Coleman, man. He uh blew his Achilles. Mm-hmm. He actually blew two of them, hoping. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like...
1: That's tough. That's the like, tough thing. Like, dude,
0: that is like a nightmare. Shoot, another part of mine, Kelly, he blew his too. We just playing uh, football um, over a uh, Christmas break one time. He blew his shit. And it's is like,
1: man, that's scary to it's, blow that shit. It's not funny you say that, but it, to me, just this past week, I work at the eye clinic is also with the with podiatry, you mm-hmm. know, the foot doctors. And um, I get a little foot pain from time to time, Nothing, nothing extreme. Probably just from DJing and being on your feet long period of time, but I was just talking to one of them about it. He was like, "Sit down, take your shoes off." I'm like, "Man, I've been at work all day." <laughs> he like, "Trust me, I smell worse." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right." So, but I had him look at my feet and just kind of just tell me what he thought about my pain, he like, "Your Achilles are so tight." He was like, "You're you're ready to rupture Achilles." Like, it's tight. You need to start stretching these things out. Wow. So it was like eye opening because like. I'm, I'm. I got plans to get this bike out and you know get to just getting out there and it's like y'all need to make sure I'm stretching like that's really becomes a part of life for you. You can't just hop out of the bed and be Put like that on my about to go. List. yeah. I've been
0: talking about doing yoga for a minute. Yeah. Like, you said that, bro. <laughs> that is literally yeah. on my list. It
1: is, man. Like I, I, I became a big stretcher. Um, when when I go to the sauna, like after the gym. I really like stretch. I go into my army mode, start from the head with the neck rolls, the arm show. Like I really just stretch in there because of course, you know, you're hot in the sauna the muscles is loose. But even like this morning, I woke up real stiff, you know, so I'll, I'll get on the floor and, and, and do the hamstrings and, and, and stretch out my back and just really try to try to get up and feel better. And it's like, on one side, it's like, damn, boy, you getting old as shit. You sit inside the bed stretching <laughs> in the morning. It's like, but then on the other side, it's like, well, you know, you put on some weight, you done got out of shape, you didn't got your know, your body ain't used to doing things. It's like I just built a bunk bed in my girl's room and my forearm was killing me on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> it was like, Oh yeah, all that all, all that and lifting, it was like, yo, I gotta get my life in order. <laughs> I got <laughs> these babies that's gonna be they're gonna be at daddy's neck.
0: Oh my goodness, man! You can't make this shit up, podcast man. Shoot, yeah. that'll do it for this week, man. Yeah,
1: week sixteen, man. We uh, we almost the NFL season in. Oh man, NFL right around Coming the corner. fantasy football can't wait. I'm that's sure be, we'll be beefing a lot. Yeah, we're gonna have some call-ins on fantasy football. I'm sure. I can't wait. Oh man, that's that's my, that. That, my DraftKings time when I start tackling that.
0: So. Get some. Brick. Might have to do a uh, can't make this up podcast. Fantasy yeah, league, yeah, or something we can like do a that. fantasy
1: league or a pick'em league or something. Ooh. You know, a little pick'em. That's that's easy for all involved. You know, you can just you know, women just pick they pick they the cutest guy on the team and just roll <laughs> with that. So. Might, yeah, that might be on. That's definitely on the list. We are gonna put that on the as very yeah, the to do list. Yeah, write, <laughs> write that down right now. Pick them Lee. Yeah, well, yeah, we is. thank y'all, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in to us. Yeah, Absolutely. You can't make this up podcast. Yeah, you can grab that. Uh. Since we on TuneIn now, since we on
0: Stitcher now, you know, yeah. so we out here making moves, baby.
1: Shout out to Peter Prophet always showing love. DJ LPZ always checks in with me. He shows love. So shout to them brothers.
0: Shout out to my big bro, Mike Wilson down there in H-Town, listening mm. on that podcast, on that way to work. Bars and
1: Beyond, of course. Ooh, DeMarco's always in the building, man. Yeah, yeah, man.
0: Can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Mm. Peace.